Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I don't know about you guys, but for me, a game is 10 times more exciting when I'm putting my money on it. Sometimes I have a gut feeling about a matchup, and sometimes I'm just betting on my team because, well, you know, they're my team. Regardless, if you've been, whether you've been betting for years, you're ready for play for the first time, my bookie is your best bet this season. They've been in business for years, guys. They got a mobile site. You can bet on go, and even, you know, even if you miss the, uh, the game, you can even um, do a live bet. Plain ways to make money on my bookie. Right now, if you do the promo code chair, we'll match your deposit. Put 100 in and get 100 back. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Hey guys, welcome in on their Pip Panther Rants, another sports brands podcast with Vlad Harris. Excuse me. Brought to you by Armchair Media. Take a seat. Well, you know, as far as the pit realm goes, you know, Pitt is solidified. I guess Joey Yellen is their uh, tra- you know transfer. He signed. He's ready to go for next year. I'm not sure what the future holds for Joey. Um, I've heard a lot of good things and read a lot of good things. I don't know. Uh, I, I think uh, come hell or high water, Kenny Pickett is still your starter, and he will be the starter for quite some time. That's just you know that's just the reality, just how it happens. And of course, you know he's been the starter for the last two seasons, and obviously it makes sense to have him be the starter for the third. You know, coming to you know his final year and and whatnot. Unless some of these other guys really you know do a lot better, then you know. We have what we have. Uh, as far as, you know, I'm on call for this week for the medical center, so this podcast will probably be short, although I am going to be jumping on a podcast with, um, well, I might be, I'm, I'm waiting to hear back from, but uh, another uh, podcast from, uh, you know, from North Carolina Sports, they want me, um, they contacted me about jumping on. And we'll see how that goes. Um, that's going to be sometime today. Hopefully my schedule permits it. But, uh, you know, I'll figure, I'll figure it out. You know, I've already, I've already made the commitment. So, and of course the game's tomorrow. So, they obviously want this thing out as soon as possible. And I don't blame them. Hey. They got shows to do too. So do I. So I totally respect it. But as far as the rest of the thing goes, um, pitch up the heartbreaker against Wake Forest. And this was a game they really needed to win. And of course they came out. It was at home. 
ACC schedule's resuming, and they fell flat on their face. They got up big early, and then Wake recovered, and of course, they had, you know, Wake had the uh, momentum going into the second half. Ultimately, pitches didn't have all together, and that's the problem. You know, with this is what Jeff Capel tries to stress to these guys is they're undermanned for the most part, and they got to play rabbit for forty minutes the entire time. They can't take you know, they can't take minutes off. They can't afford to at this point. It's a premium, and naturally, you know, this is what happens. And you're doing it's a team that's very mediocre. I mean, they're mediocre just like you are, so why exactly are you are you playing like you are? I mean, you haven't won jack shit yet, and, well, you, you come in the wake with this effort. All in all, just lots of laps, of course, you know, shot selection. I know that, I know that the Golden State Warriors made the three ball a, a sexy thing. And of course, you know, three shots is, you know, you know, three points is better than one. I mean, it's like the guy in, ho- in hockey who rather, um, you know, he rather shoot than pass because the goal's worth more points than an assist. You know, we had that before. But the thing about the um, three ball is, if you, I mean... Unless you're going to be 30 to 40-something percent accurate. Well, stop shooting, you know, stop shooting it. I mean, if you're, I mean, of course, if you're going to be 30 to 40 percent accurate and be very consistent about it, of course, you're going to shoot threes. But if you suck at it, stop at it. There's nothing wrong with a two-point shot. And, of course, there's, I mean, if a guy's opening, you know, you guys had the guy be open as well. You got you have to set it up. Nothing wrong with passing the ball either. I mean, there's a, you know, I don't know. Like I said, I mean, a three-point is almost like a, sla- a shot. is almost like a slap shot in hockey. I mean, especially if, if you have a really good slap shot. It's really fast. But the problem is, though, is you may have a really fast slap shot, but if you're not accurate, it doesn't really, your, your shot's pretty much useless. And, you know, hey, a slap shot goal is awesome. It's great, but uh, they don't happen too often. And a lot of times, if you, you know, you're better off just uh, driving in the net, doing a snap or wrist shot, or, uh, you know, passing it and setting up you know, another, a goal. But, I mean, that's, I remember one game we played, I think it was, yeah, it was, it was actually a deck hockey game. And um, we were, uh, it was four of us and a goalie. We were playing a uh, first place team and we played zone the entire game because really we had no, we were pretty much, we had four, we had no, no subs, did have a full line, but we had to play because we really didn't want to pay the, you know, the, we really didn't want to pay, you know, pay the, um, the forfeit fee. I think the forfeit fee is like twenty or thirty dollars. I mean, when you're kids, obviously you play anyway. But I mean, 
as adults, it, after a while, it doesn't matter. You just play it because it's, it's hockey and there's nothing, there's really nothing at stake. I mean, it's deck hockey. Well, we for the most part, up until maybe like the early in the third period, we were down like two to one, and it's because we played zone and we let them basically have the outside, and they just kept cranking slap shots. And, and the thing is, is uh, they 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 were the slap shots are pretty fast, but they weren't accurate. They just you know they kept curving, <laughs> they kept curving and hitting you know not even hitting the net, and so we would just you know just sat there. I mean, it was after a while, it was just wasn't much effort. But then, of course, they must have huddled together on the bench and said, "Hey, this this isn't working. We got to do something." And bench, you know, eventually they, they infiltrate our zone and put us away for good. But you know, we kept the game for the most part, and it's because why we just we let them take slap shots. But uh, you know, they got North Carolina tomorrow. And they got North Carolina the week after. They got they got them at home. Uh, North Carolina is um, undermanned right now. They have a bunch of injuries. They haven't played all that great. Well, of course, their record is it could be deceiving. It's mainly because they played a really you know a whole bunch of tough teams. You know, a lot of their losses are against actually really good teams. Are not you know they're not against Nickel State like you know like us. They've, they've actually, you know, they actually play people. I mean, could they, I mean, could, could uh, North Carolina have beaten Duquesne? I don't know. It's a good question. I'm driving, by the way. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in rental car number two because, well, my insurance, uh, the rental, my rental allowance, my insurance ran out. And, of course, my insurance hasn't been really communicating, you know, really good on communication so but I get two I did get two phone calls from late yesterday and it's and it's mainly because uh, they thought you know according to my um, claim it's everything's almost been settled so they sent me a survey for you know how, how things went and I of course I pretty much gave them all bad marks and just said I feel like it feels like I'm handling my own claim and not not the insurer I mean, the insurer is supposed to handle the claim as if it's their own car. That's what they sell. But, you know, good Lord. I didn't know my rental was expiring until a day at, you know, until a day later. And, of course, the repair shop is having a pissing match within themselves on what exactly to fix. So I said, well, here's the thing. I'm, 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 I'm accruing rental expenses right now because of this. So I figured it out. They did give me a, bla- um, a rental, a loaner car. Uh, it's a 2020 Chevy Blazer. And it's really nice, man. It's got all the bells and whistles. I mean, which kind of frightens me a little bit. Makes me more scared to drive it. But I think it's their highest model. It's it's the 300 horsepower model. I mean, this thing rides really nice. It's really you know really good. I've had um, growing up, I have had a K5 Blazer, which um, you know my, it was a '79 with a, I think it had a 350 in it. It was my dad's, 
we loved that car. It was so fun to drive, especially in the snow. We had to get rid of it, you know, back in like 1998. And it was an emotional discussion between me and my dad because I didn't want to get rid of it. I, I wanted a car as my graduation gift. You know, I said, you, don't got, you guys don't have to buy me a car. I'll take the K5. But my dad said, well, you know, this car doesn't have much life on it yet anymore. So I can't just, you know, for what you're going to do with it as a kid, you know, as a young young man, it's not going to be able to hold, you know, it's not going to be able to suit your needs. And so I ended up with a, um, an S10 Blazer, a 90. And I loved, it, I loved it to death. And then I got a uh, 2001 S10 Blazer. Although that car was disappointing to me because it had nothing but problems ever since I got since I bought it. And eventually the transmission went on it. And that was pretty much the last time I bought an American car. After that was my Suzuki, then my Nissan, and now a Kia. Um, I, of all my cars, I think the Suzuki was the best car I've ever owned. Never gave me any problems. They're really good. They actually were really good cars. It just um, they were just a pain in the ass to make. And what the heck keeps rolling? Sorry about the. Uh, if you guys are hearing clicking, oh, okay, that explains it now. You know that thing that the um, the, uh, the tire lock thing? It's been rolling around. So I'm sorry for the clicking, you guys. As I'm driving into work. My Nissan, the transmission went on that as well because it has that uh, Nissan makes those special transmissions for those cars. But my Kia, I just got this one because I got the, it has the better warranty any, anymore. That's just really what I want. I would love to get a Chevy, but I mean, they're just, they're too, you know, for the ones I want, they're, too, they're just too overpriced. Maybe my kids get a little older, we'll see. Who knows? Anyways. Back to the pit thing. Yeah, they got the they got, they got North Carolina and Miami on the road this week. If, if, if there was ever a chance for Pitt to steal a, a quality um, road victory against a quality opponent, this will be the opportunity to do that. But... They're going to have to come out with better energy than what they did against Wake Forest. Because the next week at home, they got North Carolina and Louisville. So, they, I mean, realistically, they can go 1-3 and three on the schedule, but they may go 0-4. If they go 2-2, two and two, I'll be surprised. But if they want to steal a, a victory, this is be the, the time to do it because North Carolina isn't fully healthy yet. I guess they have one player coming back, but it's not there. He won't be back till probably next week. But if Pitt wants a, a victory, they, they can grab one here. I mean, I don't see Pitt making the tournament or let alone NIT, but they got to get as many you know program-building victories as they can. And, of course, you know, they got to make progress this year because they're making some inroads in recruiting now, and, they, and you know, 
the recruits need to see that the, the results are you know, coming. All right, moving along, we got the NFL playoffs. The Saturday slate was awesome. We had um, the Texans winning overtime against the Bills. The Bills were, you know, were pretty much they had their, their foot almost on the throat of the, of the Texans, and they just you know they kept selling for for three points, and you know they came out swinging early. But um, the thing about the Bills, it seems like every game I watch, they come out swinging, but as the game progresses, they just don't, you know, I don't know what they're doing. I guess teams just catch on to them. And Josh Allen just is what he is right now. I mean, he's, you know, year three, I think, will be critical for him. I mean, he's not having a bad year, but, I mean, the Bills, they're 10-6 this year because, well, they have a really good defense, and not only that, their schedule is pretty mediocre. I mean, they really didn't play anybody, and the teams that they played that were actually good, they, they lost to. And their defense actually gave up points to. I think anybody with a betting eye could have saw the Texans were going to win. And I think it was like two and a half, I think. So I hope you took the Texans straight up. But I mean, the Bills at the end had chances to, you know, to. Well, they, I mean, they tied at the end, of the, end of the fourth. The opportunities to win, but it seems like that Josh Allen was just doing too much. I mean, he was just scrambling like a, like a quarterback in Tecmo Super Bowl. You know, where you're wait, look, waiting for the right throw, and I think he was doing way too much than what he was supposed to. And at the end of the day, it was, you know, it seemed disastrous. But, you know, year three, I think, will be critical for him. He's definitely not Lamar Jackson, for one thing. He doesn't have the, you know, Lamar can run. He's very, you know, he, but he can really, really run. And on top of that, he can, you know, because of that, he can, it makes his throwing even more lethal. Now, the Patriots are gone. I don't think their dynasty's over. I mean, once you know they they signed Antonio Brown, and of course that fell through, that fell through because of all the stuff going on with him. They just didn't have anyone in skill skill position that could uh, help Tom Brady out. They went because of good defense. And they couldn't punch it in, and of course in the second half they had that they had that one pass play negated on a um, illegal man downfield. Patriots probably would have scored on that and probably would have won the game. But next week, um, the Titans got the Ravens. And that's going to be a pretty... Um, well, the, you know, the Titans aren't going to be able to win with the way you know, Tannehill played. I mean, he made some big throws when needed, but... They're going to have to score a little bit more or at least control the, off the flow of the game when they face Lamar Jackson company. Uh, as far as the Saints go, they lost another one. They came out, you know, Drew Brees didn't play that good, and of course the game plan wasn't good. 
you know, Saints lost another one, and, you know, one person mentioned, I think it was Mike DeCourcy mentioned, that the Saints lost because of a coin flip. Well, on the flip side, the Saint last year in overtime, the Saints won the coin flip and Drew Brees threw a pick. I mean, he got hit as he thrown, but still. But the NFL rules are if you if they score you know, if they score a touchdown in the opening play, you know the game's over. I mean, if they kick a field goal, the other team gets a chance. I don't know why the NFL did this the way they did, but that's just how they did it. And I mean. The Saints had the game at home. I mean, I don't know what else, you know, you know what else we could do for them. I'm, I'm, you know, stop complaining. You know, you know, look at the games you've you've had, and you've blown. I mean, the Vikings game, you can't complain about that in terms of roles because your guy blew a coverage. And the opportunities were there to put the Rams away, you didn't. I mean, yeah, the pass interference call was was shitty and probably shouldn't have happened, but we got a roles change because of it, and it makes you know this game. It, it makes the pro game even more of a pain in the ass to watch. So whatever. And of course, um. With the Eagles, I mean, it's unfortunate what happened to Carson Wentz. I know people have been, people are saying, well, it's always simple with Carson because he always he's always hurt. But this wasn't his fault. He took a he took a shot to the head, and that's that. I mean, it's not that the guy's unreliable. I mean, he if he if he would have played, he would have, or if he could have, I mean. But he took a shot to the head. And Josh McCown, I mean, McCown did all he could, and. Maybe if Wentz is in there, you know, things change. I mean, the Seahawks really didn't blow the mat. Eagles did all they could. I don't know. But uh, the Vikings, you know, I mean, they move on for the Saints. I mean, I, 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 picked the, I actually picked the Vikings to lose that game. Because, I mean, it was Kirk Cousins. It was a big game. I just didn't think he was going to be able to pull it off, and he did. I mean, Jesus, the Saints lost to Kirk Cousins. So we'll talk more about the NFL playoffs next week. I mean, well, next podcast. I won't get too heavily into it. As I'm driving to work, um, I'll remind you guys, you know, as college basketball goes on, as far as the NBA goes on, and, of course, for the playoffs, go to mybookie.ag. Enter promo code share, get your deposit matched, and make some money. So, how to pitch you guys. Talk to you later. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.